1: Aha, aha,
0: aha, aha. Yeah! What'd it do? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number seven thirty six, I think, of Locked On Raptors for Friday, July the third. I'm your host Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at Woodley Sean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors. You can find links to every single episode of the podcast. Also, of course, please make sure that you're checking out the entirety of the Locked On Podcast Network. Lots of great stuff for you right now. If you're a hockey fan, lots of NHL draft lottery and draft talk and reaction and all that good stuff. Uh, go subscribe to the shows over there, and it's much appreciated when you do that. The little Ratings and reviews are super helpful for rankings and uh, algorithms and making us more visible. And so please go take the small amount of time it requires to do that. Today's show, of course, is brought to you by Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to try. Go to builtbar.com for 10% off, or sorry, $10 off your first order over there. All right. On today's show, we are continuing a series we started last week called Retiring Every Raptor, um, which I crudely named after uh, crudely, shrewdly. I don't even know the proper word that I'm looking for here. It's early in the morning, and my brain's not working. Either way, we are going through the entirety of Raptors uniform number history and retiring one player to have worn each number throughout team history. And uh, joining me to do this again after uh, coming on last week, it's sort of a, I think it was like a spring of the moment type of thing where I'm like, we're doing this, get ready, let's go. I feel like we're more prepared for this one, Katie. Uh, It's Katie Heindel. What's going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm a bit more prepared. Like you I'm feeling a little bit just like very slow, but hopefully that will make me sound more thoughtful, but it's going yeah. great.
0: <laughs> that's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear <laughs> you slow and thoughtful. Uh, that's uh, frankly, all I could ever dream of is being slow and also thoughtful. Um, let's go on to, uh, let's start this up, Katie. We got, we're going to do numbers 11 through 25 today. Time permitting, we might have to cut it off at 20. We'll see, but uh, there's lots of interesting numbers here. Less sort of, enormously used numbers you know there's no numbers that have been worn by like 15 players the way there were for a couple numbers last week but still uh, at least multiple players for every single number we're going to talk about today from two to uh, I think 10 is the max that we're going to run across so let's start with number 11. The six players to have worn number 11 in Raptors history are Nigelle Knight in 1999, Lindsey Hunter, Rafer Alston, TJ Ford, Linus Klaza, and Shimori Pons. And I should note that Rafer Alston wore number 11 in his second stint with the team in 2005 before, of course, being traded for the legend Mike James. Uh, Katie, of those six players, TJ Ford is clearly the best. Is he the one who's most worthy of retirement, though?
1: He is, but it's also because of like the story of him Like coming to the raptors and how it was like you know he he was so excited by it and like i think the trade was sort of not really looked on favorably at first it was like a lopsided trade or whatever but he there's this like really i don't know beautiful quote from him married it
0: (laughs) yeah go ahead okay
1: In a way, all my lifelong battles with my spinal problems were a blessing in disguise. It made me appreciate the game more, that I'm still given a chance to play at the highest level. And in every game, that always makes me want to give it everything I've got. So he said that in September um, 2007. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he'd been with the Raptors in a a couple seasons. But I don't know, like he became very good. Like he kind of came as like this fresh start for the team, you know, Mm -hmm. like. He, he gave them they got like their first ever division title right
0: they did yeah that was the year sam mitchell won coach of the year that was mm-hmm. the year they i think were the three seed in the eastern conference they lost to the nets but they were still like a wonderful story all season long
1: yeah i don't know i just i think uh no offense to these other candidates <laughs> <laughs> but to me like i i don't know i love a like a comeback story you know yeah like, like a redemptive story like that um so, yeah, give it to TJ.
0: He was also, like, one of the three or four best teammates Chris Bosh ever had. Maybe the second best teammate Chris Bosh ever had on the Raptors outside of, like, early Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. He, was, uh, he was excellent. And, yeah, the the trade where they picked him up, I remember, like, bristling at it because that was, you know, right after Charlie Villanueva's rookie season where he had the 48-point game and I think he finished second in rookie of the year voting. And it was like, what the hell are they doing? This is the first good young player we've had to build around Chris Bosh with in forever. And then they're like, no, no, we're just going to flip him for this insanely fast point guard who was super cool to watch and wore insanely long shorts and was, (laughs) uh, (laughs) which as the genius inventor of shorts, the clothing, I'm sure you appreciate. And I, yeah, I I love TJ Ford. The way things ended was obviously unfortunate. He ended up in the trade for Jermaine O'Neal, which uh, bad, (laughs) but for the most part, the uh, TJ Ford experience in Toronto was lovely. And uh, sorry, Linus Clay's, you do not get your number retired. So we go with TJ Ford for number 11. We go on to number 12. I also
1: will say that that's okay. I feel like fast, it's just our like ancient brains, but I feel like fast players are underrated Mm -hmm. um, now. And like, it's okay to to say, you know, just watching someone who's incredibly fast, like rip up and down the court. It's like... it doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. You can say that you like that about watching a player play basketball.
0: Oh, yeah. It's breathtaking. I mean, when John Wall was kind of like pre-injury and was at like his best, where I think he finished fifth in MVP voting one year, I mean, that was like incredible to watch because he was very clearly the fastest player in the NBA and it just like ruined people's lives. And I, my favorite thing about TJ Ford was how like pretty much every game Chuck Swirsky would refer to him as the fastest player in the NBA. <laughs> it, was, it was like a little badge of honor. So we got the fastest guy. Nobody else. Suck at AI or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we go on to the number 12. Uh, who, nine players... yeah Yeah. it's a weird one it's like
1: it's deep (laughs) but it's like (laughs) thin yeah so
0: the guys here are donald whiteside who played one season with the team 96 97 john thomas one of my favorites who i wrote a piece about for raptors.com over the course of march when i was the feature writer go check that out uh rafer alston once again in his first stint with the team when i believe he was a 10 day that got turned into a full season contract michael curry andre barrett Rosho nasterovich the longest serving guy on this list from 07 or 06 to 2010, uh, Trey Johnson, Ronald Dupree, and, of course, the current wearer of that number, O'Shea Brissett. Um, Trey Johnson and Ronald Dupree are some real J. Triano post-Bosch-ass names on this Raptors team. I don't think we're going to choose them. Uh, of this list of nine, Katie, who stands out?
1: I think it's Mitch because I learned that he got the nickname Nestie. <laughs> <laughs> when he played for the raptors because quote fans found it refreshing to have a true center and i love nesty like if you've ever been so i, I don't really do this anymore because it it might kill me mm-hmm. but when you're so hungover that you can't drink water and like gatorade you've got too many hungover associations with it mm-hmm. you have like a nest, a can of nesty in glass with ice mm. buddy yeah. you're turning it around for yourself
0: Okay, quick impromptu Nesty Snapple Brisk rankings. Let's go.
1: This is interesting. I mean, Brisk is not even a contender for me. No, I it's eat. trash. <laughs> brisk Brisk is trash. I like a Snapple, honestly, if I'm in the States, because it's a little bit different. And I know we have them here, but for a while, I couldn't get them here. And I associate it with like going to New York, getting a hot dog, and like a Snapple a cart or something. Mm-hmm. But in a like trying and true. Nestea. Snapple's more like a treat. Nestea's kind of the workhorse of the iced tea world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I I would agree, except I think um, Nestea, when they moved from glass bottles, I used to get it in the glass bottle all the time, they moved to plastic, which bad for the environment, one, and two, it tastes like plastic. Oh, Snapple.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when, when Snapple shifted.
0: Well, no, Snapple's still in glass are they not nest definitely no. not oh sample
1: is maybe just in canada but sample also went to plastic i think you can oh. still find the glass but predominantly plastic an st can is what i'm talking about yeah i've also shotgunned an st <laughs> it's really good <laughs> why did you do that why not man
0: fair enough um So yeah, Rasha Nesterovich I think is probably the correct answer. I am going to make an impassioned plea for John Thomas because of my personal affiliations to him. He was at a time my favorite player on the team because – he, uh, you know, I had the tickets for the game, my first ever game. He was the player on the tickets, so I assumed, oh, he must be the best player. This is great. I showed up. He didn't play at all, and Vince Carter scored 48 points, and so I was a Vince Carter guy after that. Um, but yeah, my first ever favorite player, John Thomas. I'm going to vote for him. We're going to flip the coaster like we did last week. Do you remember this protocol, Katie? Katie?
1: Sorry, I was muted. Oh. Didn't you- <laughs> you guys also have a great conversation is what we did yeah i spoke to him for
0: the piece it was lovely he was Mm -hmm. uh very very self-deprecating it was great um but yeah i'm gonna flip the coaster i have i remember how it goes i have a different coaster today it's a left field brewery coaster um (laughs) one is a white side the other is the blue side we'll say blue is heads white is tails uh you call it now heads what did i say was heads uh i don't remember okay it's tails yeah (laughs) it's tails (laughs) so john thomas gets number 12 retired sorry to mr nesty himself rasha yeah,
1: that's that's too bad
0: we move on to number 13 a number <laughs> that has been worn by 10 players this is a loaded category we've got doug christie from the early days one of the the, the pillars of stability for the early raptors which did not have a lot of that jerome williams jyd uh you got mark jackson Ugh. you've got mike james Linton Johnson, Patrick O'Brien, David Anderson, Sebastian Telfair, Dwight Bikes, and Malcolm Miller, NBA champion Malcolm Miller, who has somehow been on the team for like four seasons. Uh, <laughs> Katie, who of this list stands out to you?
1: Jyd. Jyd, huh? Man, he's so nice. Like I know people <laughs> are like, I, I don't know. He we had like great interactions um, at All Star this year mm. i know some people are like well he's he's very into media but like so what so would yeah. you be yeah. i don't know yeah i agree <laughs> he, Williams, yeah.
0: he's very nice he's a wonderful he's, man he barks into nice. the telephone when you yes. have him on a radio hit yeah he's got great. his
1: bit <laughs> and he's gonna stick with that till the end of time
0: mm-hmm um, I think the other two candidates here are Doug Christie and Mike James uh, Mike James, for joking purposes obviously he doesn 't deserve his number retired. however, I do believe that his second half of that five six season where he just decided when the team was terrible i 'm going to get paid is one of the most badass things anyone 's ever done, averaging twenty points uh, and you know by the end of the season, leading the team in usage, what Chris Bosch was on the team. Beautiful stuff. Um, but then Doug Christie as well. I mean, he was around a long time when there was not a lot to be excited about. He stayed through it. He was upset to leave. He came on this podcast one time. Um, I, I have to put my name in for Doug Christie. You're in for Jerome Williams, correct?
1: Yes. All right. Let's flip yes. the
0: coaster again. You call it right now. Tails. It is. Uh, what did I. Oh, sorry. It's heads. I win. Uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, you could just be saying that now. I really know Neither of There's... us remembers which is which. <laughs> I'm an honorable
0: person, Katie. I would never do such a thing. Uh, we're going to continue on with some of these numbers, uh, and number 13 in particular next. Wait, number 14? Yeah, we're on 14 next. But first, I want to tell everybody about Magic Spoon, which is a wonderful, delicious cereal that you will not have to feel bad about eating because it's not like those junky breakfast cereals that are entirely sugar that your parents wouldn't let you have when you were a kid. They're super healthy. They have zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three grams of net carbs in each serving four flavors including cocoa fruity frosted and blueberry tastes amazing and honestly it's almost too good to be true it's keto friendly gluten free grain free soy free low carb and GMO free and I, I highly recommend Blueberry. Blueberry is delightful. Blueberry anything is my favorite thing. So go try the Blueberry Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com NBA to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code NBA at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, in their product that is, it's ba- backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com NBA and use the code NBA for free shipping. And we thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Also, today's show is brought to you by Blinkist, which is one of the ultimate life hacks. We've talked about Blinkist a lot on the show. It is an excellent way for you to work on personal development and get books into your brain that you otherwise might not have the time to do. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser, and it takes the best key takeaways the need to know info from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people are known for how many books they read. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly, so you can start using that info right away. And it also has an audio feature, so you can basically listen to a podcast of those summaries that'll last you about 15 minutes, and then boom, you have that information in your brain. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, and health to history books. Blinkist has all the latest titles from the bestsellers as well as those classic nonfiction titles that maybe you haven't quite gotten to just yet also right now it's a super important time to be learning about the history of systemic racism both in Canada and the United States and Blinkist can be great for helping you do that as well you can check out The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander as well as Me and White Supremacy by Leila Saad and a whole bunch of other very useful and informative and important titles right now with Blinkist you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want for one low price and right now Blinkist has a special offer for our audience for a limited time go to Blinkist.com NBA Try for free for seven days and get 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial. And you're also going to save 25%, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. All right, Katie, let's uh, dive into number 14. Eight players have won the number 14 in history. Number 14 used to be my number when I played soccer growing up, so it's a number that's important to me. Uh, the, number, the guys who've won the number here, it's a bit of a stacked category again with some interesting and fun names. You've got McKeel Williams, 1999, Muggsy Bogues, 2000-2001, to 2001, Maceo O'Bastin, Monkey Batir, J- Joey Graham, julian wright dj augustine and danny green it's danny green right katie
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> i thought this was a more loaded category until i started reading the name and Manchester yeah i was Tear gonna say yeah. <laughs> i
1: was like is it is it
0: yeah um i mean mugsy bogues is a lovable fellow uh, yes in fact yes. our friends at Roundball rock Uh, I'm a Patreon subscriber of theirs, which uh, you should go subscribe to as well because they're the best. Um, And they sent out little uh, buttons and stickers and whatnot, and they included a Muggsy Bogues card, uh, which was lovely. It's one of my favorite (laughs) possessions now. Um, (laughs) I want to say Joey Graham really badly. Here's the longest serving guy on this list, but um, maybe next year he'll figure it out and round it to a good player. It's it's coming soon for him, any day for Joey Graham. Um, Do you have any argument for anyone but Danny Green here at all, Katie?
1: i mean i think it's funny with mugsy because like you know he only played for the raptors for two years i know he like re- retired there so i guess and he's like but he's still one of these mo like he's got a lot of notoriety here and i don't think it's just because of his new commercials <laughs> <laughs> um and then also being the one to the first one to break the go daddy curse and take it away from active players mm-hmm. yeah which was great thank you like that was a great personal sacrifice for him to to take on mhm I don't know, like, I'm kind of like, not that there's a strong candidate on this list other than Danny, but like, I don't, I'm kind of reluctant to retire Danny Green's jersey. It
0: was just the one-year thing, right? I mean, we could yeah. do Joey Graham as some sort of remembrance to a, a more difficult time uh, when, you know, first-round picks were just thrown away on guys who were never going to figure it out. Until next year, it's coming for Joey Graham, I swear. Um, but yeah this is a, a lean list for sure i'm gonna go Muggsy. he's got the like the he's at the alumni games and whatnot you know yes he didn't win a title but he was on the very good team in one with the raptors um also there's a very good book about him in his high school career called boys of dunbar you should read yeah. it it's great um but yeah
1: and a nice thing too is that he he was so little he overcame a lot of like you know um People making fun of him mm-hmm. to have a professional career a very long professional career yeah there's like mean things that are still in his like wikipedia as like quote unquote facts like he couldn't dunk uh, a basketball <laughs> with two hand with one hand because the ball was too big for his small hands which oh i feel God. like doesn't need to be in there in his meat
0: is it, is it implied that he can dunk with two hands at five foot three because that's impressive as shit
1: yes it does that's see that's what's lost in the messaging you're saying the lab part extremely mm-hmm. quiet or not at all <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, and to your point, he he shows up at alumni games. So I feel like he puts you know he puts in the work mm-hmm. in like being being around. And I I don't know he seems nice. Let's let's give it let's give it to him.
0: I just realized that Sorry, there, are t- there are two Muggsy Bogues related books on my bookshelf: The Boys of Dunbar and A Raptor Tale. So uh, <laughs> I have to go with Muggsy, I suppose. Uh, we go to <laughs> number fifteen now. Uh, this is actually the number that inspired me wanting to do this because obviously Vince Carter is the guy who was in the topic of conversation last extremely
1: week. Extremely difficult. For it me. is so
0: difficult. Oh, I just realized there's one other guy in here that makes uh-huh. it even more difficult for <laughs> you. Um, uh-huh. But so, like, I was curious. I made a stupid joke about one of the guys who wears this number being retired, as well as Vince Carter. Some people didn't understand it was a joke um, and thought I was being serious, and I was being serious. So fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the the six players to avoid. Number 15 in Raptors history. I get a loaded number. Vince Carter, of course, Jorge Garbajosa, Amir Johnson, Anthony Bennett, CanCon, baby, Eric Morland, NBA champion, and Josh Lewinberger Lewinberg Yeller Adder, and Greg Monroe, who is of course your favorite and mine actually, too. I love Greg Monroe because of you. You you showed me the light <laughs> with our, our well-hydrated big man, Greg Monroe. Who do you go with here, Katie? We can only pick one.
1: <laughs> this is so hard. <laughs> This is so hard for me. And this, yeah, this was what started the whole thing. Yeah.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Should we eliminate one at a time perhaps and talk this out? So I think we can eliminate Bennett and Moreland as much as uh, that one game where Anthony Bennett played against Dirk Nowitzki and got torched was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't think he makes the list. Eric Moreland, yes, he won the title, but uh, didn't do much to do so. He is, however, on my t shirt of all the faces of the, of the guys who won the title. So that's forever going to be the case, uh, along with Jody Meeks and Jeremy Lin and Jordan Lloyd. It's a weird shirt. Anyway, um, four guys remain Vince Carter, Jorge Garbohosa, Amir Johnson, Greg Monroe. Who are you eliminating first?
1: Jorge, goodbye.
0: Yeah, Jorge, <laughs> goodbye, Hosa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I will humor you would allow this because i don't think jorge's winning either way so we'll let greg monroe uh go further into the tournament Thank you. <laughs> um you know jorge was great we did a podcast about jorge a couple of months back with uh brad from too much hoops which is a lot of fun if you want to go listen to that um talked about what would have happened had he not horribly injured himself and that was the thing he had the one good season that didn't even finish i don't think it was enough of a tenure to be retired um and his eyes were not haunting enough to Move him further along, as unlike the Mm-mm. case with Greg Monroe. Um, mm-hmm. So we have Vince Carter, Amir Johnson, Greg Monroe. Now, Katie, you must make the Sophie's choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm not. I know people are be like, "This is a funny bit." Like this isn't. <laughs> I feel real reluctance. Like this isn't actually easy, and I'm even surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to say goodbye to Greg Monroe and then Amir Johnson in that order.
0: Oh, I'm surprised you didn't get rid of Vince, to be honest. I thought it was going to be Amir and Greg in the final two. But it
1: doesn't feel right.
0: Yeah, it's it's so, like, he's so important. And, mm-hmm. like, if this were six years ago before the hatchet was buried, as it were, with, like, the nice little montage they made for Vince, then maybe... We could be talked into something else. Vince is the correct choice as much as I would love for Amir to be on here, as he was almost just as long serving with the team as Vince was and uh, was a badass in game seven against the Nets and a whole bunch of other times. Pretty much, he was a walking badass in existence. So, um, yeah. I mean,
1: you know what? Like, neither of these jerseys in my heart is ever getting lifted to the ra- rafters, <laughs> the rafters, because um, they're still. They're still living on and going strong. So I guess I always have that.
0: This is true. We're anti-retirement. We should have noted that off the top Mm -hmm. once again. Uh, We move on to number 16. or We will move on to number 16 in just a second. But first, I want to tell people about rockauto.com, which is just the perfect site if you're a car dummy like me or if you're a car genius who just wants to save some money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpets, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. In fact, most mechanics and auto body shops use the RockAuto catalog and then find the parts and then mark up the prices. Quickly, you see all the parts available on the catalog for RockAuto uh, for your vehicle, or you choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the car parts you're ever going to need at rockauto.com The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Katie, let's uh, bring this to a conclusion. I think we're going to only be able to go to number 20 today, unfortunately, because uh, this is a, a very loaded subject matter, and the debates are necessary, and they end up getting drawn out. Um, number 16, only three players have worn number 16 for the team um perhaps the three best pure three-point shooters in the history of the franchise happen to have worn number 16 we've got matt bonner pages Stojakovic who played just two games with the team but for a very long time held the all-time franchise record for three-point percentage and i believe still holds the all-time franchise record for per and then steve novak who was part of course of the uh the trade what trade was that again some trade (laughs) Marcus Camby was involved I think this was some sort of Knicks trade what is going on why can't I remember this trade
1: I mean we're going through a lot of guys do you remember this trade no what the hell
0: not Uh, off the top what What? traded to the Knicks by the Knicks with Quentin Richardson Uh, oh it was the Bargnani trade duh I forgot about uh, good Nick trades involving the Raptors. So, yeah, it was the Bargnani trade. He came back in the Bargnani trade. That, I think, gives some extra points here. Are you going Novak, Paja, or Matt Bonner for number 16?
1: I'm going with Matt Bonner mm-hmm. because he – I loved the work that he did later with the Spurs uh, when they recorded that music video, in, and he was in a band called Spur Spurran <laughs> with Kawhi Leonard, uh, Patty Mills. Him who else? I can't believe I'm forgetting someone else. The coyote was in it.
0: (laughs) Was Tim Duncan in it? Or was this no no?
1: It was post. Um, but that was great. And he has I'm friends with his brother Luke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I also think he's the correct answer. He was like one of the OG fan favorites. He Mm -hmm. was like the he had the red rocket nickname, not just because he had red hair, but because he took the, the subway everywhere in the city. That was cool. Um, yeah, just a Matt Bonner. He is, I think, the correct choice for number 16. Actually, the next few here are kind of easy, so we might yeah. get to 25. We'll they see. They are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how long we've been recording for. I've lost track of time, but that's fine. Uh, we got number 17, Eric Williams uh, from the Vince Carter trade, of course. One of the two is to come over. Jonas Valanciunas and Jeremy Lind. This is Jonas, correct?
1: Yeah, it's Jonas. It's JP. I miss you, buddy.
0: I'm sorry to Alex Wong. Uh, I know (laughs) He's going to be mad that we didn't pick Jeremy Lent, NBA champion, but unfortunately we cannot. Number 18 is interesting. So you have Anthony Parker, who was a very good member of some kind of irrelevant teams, and then Ben Uzo, who played just, I believe, 19 games with the team, had, of course, the triple-double in the final game of the 2012 season, which we have covered on this podcast and other podcasts, was one of the most influential games in Raptors history. It set the course in many ways for the next eight years leading up to the NBA title. Of course, the Raptors win that game against the Nets on the last day of the season. Both teams are tanking their asses off. Ben Uzo has a triple-double. Solomon Alabi has a double-double, his first in his career. Neither of those two ever played another NBA game. That dropped the Raptors from 6th to 8th in the lottery odds. Instead of getting Damian Lillard, they get Terrence Ross – and they trade for Kyle Lowry a point guard notably the same position that Lillard plays in the following offseason and th- th- i don't think they do that if they don't get uh, if they if they get Lillard so there's that they also get Terrence Ross who was one day traded for everybody's favorite uh, reality TV host Serge Ibaka so uh, and also Ross is my boo and there's a, uh, a picture of him on my wall so thank you Ben Uzo um, i love Anthony Parker i think he's like one of the most underrated players in Raptors history but where do you fall down on these two is it the sort of steadiness of parker or the historical importance of uzo
1: yeah it's ben uzo i think because of his role in history yeah frankly
0: <laughs> i'm with you too i think it has to be Uzo. um the, the having a banner to that triple double game would just be uh, a beautiful thing and uh, i think highly necessary so good agreement there we move on to number 20 then this one's more difficult nine players on this list including some very good players, some fan favorites. We got Damon Stoudemire, of course. Alvin Williams, former guest of this podcast. Fred Jones, big disappointment. Carlos Delfino, liked him a lot. Leandro Barbosa, super fun. Mikel Petris, Bruno Caboclo, everyone's favorite team mascot. Jody Meeks and Dewan Hernandez. I should have said NBA champion Jody Meeks. Sorry, Jody. Um, <laughs> who on this list, is it just Damon? Is it that easy or is it somebody yeah, else? Yeah,
1: this one is easy to me um, because, like... I don't know. Is he's your inaugural pick?
0: Mm-hmm. I am a shill for people who have been he on the podcast. So I'm going to say, Alvin. cool. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> he was insanely cool, and he was not appreciated for being so cool. I think at any, at any point in his career, he was kind of um, forgotten in Toronto. And then the Blazers had a lot of problematic analysis of that team that I think kind of uh, mm-hmm. suppressed how cool they actually were. Um, uh, I'm going to say Alvin. He hit the game-winning shot in the series that the raptors the first series win against the knicks uh he was around a long time he was uh he's doing broadcasts for the team now he's very good at the broadcasts for the team now i'm gonna say alvin we're gonna flip the coaster katie heads or tails tails it is heads again i'm very sorry i know this seems suspect
1: (laughs) damn i haven't won one like these aren't i know the odds are 50 50 but Mm -hmm. This doesn't seem right
0: i'm I'm, i swear i would not (laughs) i have to i have to like work with you at other elements of life as well with the other podcast i can't afford to burn our bridge so i promise you i'm not uh, (laughs) being nefarious in my uh flipping of the coast so i'm sorry you lost okay alvin williams gets retired i'm sorry sorry david stoudemire it's probably not fair but whatever (laughs) We move on to uh number 21 Interesting number. We got Marcus Camby, Antonio Lang, Carlos Arroyo, Lamond Murray, Nathan Jawai, Ozzy Shack, Antoine Wright, Jamal McGlure, Grievous Vasquez, and Matt Thomas. No, I think, very clear number one option here, Katie.
1: This, honestly, I have no feeling <laughs> for anyone. Like I couldn't, it's just like a level apathy.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Antoine Wright was one of the, like those sort of wings that cycled in and out. Uh, I seem to remember him a lot more than a lot of these guys. Maybe that's just because it's a little bit more recent than... Well, I mean, Willard I will Murray.
1: say, I will say uh, with Maglor, like he's at least still involved with the team.
0: Yeah, yeah. and he's.
1: So I don't want to say, I actually have great, I don't have apathy for him. I think he's mm-hmm. fantastic. But I think in my mind, his career is still evolving.
0: Mm-hmm. And like his Raptors career was extreme. It was like 10 games or something. Like yeah. Barely. He He's played having in that, a better career yeah. now with the Raptors. He started in that Ben Uzo game and played, I think, like four minutes and then didn't mm-hmm. play anymore. And then his career was over. Uh, former All Star, Jamal McGlure. Um, so I think I want to go McGlure too. Uh, there's also been some uh, nice news coming out this week. I uh, think Norm Powell was pointing out Jamal McGlure is doing some great work with the Raptors to sort of inform them on the history of racism in Canada uh, and sort of his experiences growing up in Canada. That's, uh, that's very cool. So I'm going to go Jamal McGlure if you are cool with that as well.
1: Yeah, that's cool. But I think I will just say my note is it's, it's like I wouldn't want to tell Mark like the end of his career in basketball. What? The they were the fake retiring of his oh, jersey.
0: oh no like us making not.
1: that pick because he's still I think he's still gonna do a lot of really phenomenal work
0: oh I have a feeling that Jamal McClure is gonna be on the Raptors bench for the next like 30 years I don't think he wants to go anywhere <laughs> i so think it might be
1: nice for him to see his jersey up top
0: yeah exactly it's like a little bit of home cooking yeah uh i think i'm on board with jamal mcclore all right number 22 uh we have uh interesting collection of players here john sally number one uh alvin williams when he first came to the team in 1998 before switching to number 20 uh sort of before he became necessarily good we have current uh nets gm and guy i always forget played for the raptors for two seasons sean marks Dion Glover, Rudy Gay, Malachi Richardson, and Patrick McCaw, NBA champion, three-time NBA champion, Patrick McCaw. <laughs> um, who are we picking from this group of seven?
1: I'm going to pick John Sally because of his phenomenal role uh, in two of the Bad Boys franchise films as mm. a hacker.
0: Mm. Okay. I, I, John Sally's great, too. And um, yeah.
1: he's a vegan, and mm-hmm. he's a, he's a peat activist, and he's not a vegan activist in the sense of, like, a psychopath like we've all discovered brian adams to be <laughs> um, yeah he's been on a show that you're a fan of drag race mm-hmm. he's been on i mean he's been he's got a great like television and film
0: i, I feel like frankly i wonder if like this show would kind of i don't know what sort of vein the show would have fallen into had it existed now and i fear it might veer sort of towards like bar stool territory but the best damn sports show period was really fun during like the mid 2000s. If you watched it and John Sally was a panelist on that show and he was wonderful. Um, I feel like it probably would be maybe not, it's not barstool. Nothing is barstool, fuck barstool. But, um, no. I think it was, he also, it was very broy, <laughs> but he was good on that show.
1: He played, he played, <laughs> I've never seen this movie, but I'm just looking at his filmography. He played, um, uh, uh, like he was in a shopaholics help group. He played um, a NBA player in com- the movie Confessions of a Shop- Shopaholic.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to uh, Rudy Gay and Malachi Richardson <laughs> and Patrick McCaw, but John Sally is your choice for number 22. Number 23 is easy. It's Dwayne Whitfield, Tyrone Corbin, Lou Williams, and Fred Van Vliet. It's Fred, obviously, correct?
1: Yeah, it's Fred.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Lou Williams, but I'm actually not sorry. Lou I'm
1: Williams. not really because I didn't yeah. like Lou when he no, played for the Raptors. I hated so. it. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it, yeah, Fred Van Vliet, noted NBA champion, wins it. Uh, we go to number 24. Eight players have won number 24 in Raptors history. Jimmy King, uh, Jimmy Oliver, Reggie Slater, a pair of Michigan State guys, Sean Respert and Morris Peterson. You've got Jason Capono, Sonny Weems, one of the OG young guns, and, of course, Norman Powell, NBA champion. Uh, is Norm the clear winner here? I would have thought maybe Mo Pete would be the runaway, but Norm, I think, maybe has done more substantial stuff in, like, high-leverage games for the Raptors than anybody on this list combined.
1: Yeah, I think that, and I mean, I'm not ashamed to say, like, with this, it's definitely, like, your your personal preference really helps to, like, inch out the competition mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know you know norm like you love norm
0: certainly He's do familiar love norm. to us yeah it's yeah. not to say i don't love morris peterson either i just i've always kind of been a little bit lower on mo pete than others like i i will kind of stand by the fact that i think like anthony parker was a better player than morris peterson peterson just played for a long time on a team that uh had a lot of people who did not play on the team for a long time and so i think he was kind of um endeared that way and I think Norm, I mean, Norm has the dunk against the Pacers in game five. He's got um, coming into the starting lineup and saving the series against the Bucks in 2017. You've got, of course, him winning the title. You've got him being the reigning Eastern Conference player of the week still four months later. Um, he's uh, he's great. Love Norm. He, uh, I think, is the easy pick for number 24. And we move on to our final number, Katie, number 25. Uh, this is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You've got. I
1: have a clear answer. Okay, but go ahead.
0: You've got John Long, Lloyd Daniels, which uh, sounds like a like a mix, a mashup of the two guys who are in uh, Dumb and Dumber, like if you were to amalgamate the two characters. I know it's Jeff Daniels and Lloyd Christmas is the not the actor, but the character, but still whatever. Um, you've got Alexander Radoyevich, who I believe was a ma- massive disappointment, uh, Anthony Carter, John Salmons, and Chris Boucher, NBA champion Chris Boucher. Uh, okay. There's not a clear like standout on this list, Katie, but there is. There's is. somebody. Okay, who is it? <laughs>
1: It's john Salmon. why did you like
0: john (laughs) Salmon? he was so bad
1: i really liked him (laughs) you
0: You don't know why okay
1: (laughs) he was just like he was an expressive player it wasn't at a really unfortunate time in franchise history where you were just like you know it was revolving door guys were coming and going you kind of just latched on to people for really no reason because you were like this is guy is going to be the one to like break us through get us through this line he wasn't
0: no uh <laughs> ask him how what guarding joe jo johnson went uh.
1: but he did bring us uh he did bring us baby and lou williams yeah which uh, was another person who didn't do what he was supposed to do but baby did
0: yeah absolutely um John Salmon's I have like animus towards because there was a time I think in like, oh eight where he was supposed to sign with the Raptors and then he reneged on the contract at the last minute uh, to sign with the Kings of all teams, I think. And so that yes. always, uh, or maybe it was a couple of years before he got traded to the Raptors. Either way, um, it might've been the six or, he played for like everybody. So I don't know what team it was, but he reneged the the contract. He was about to sign with the Raptors that bothered me. Um, and then wh- one of my favorite John Salmon's things was for like this during the pandemic remember a couple months ago we were at the peak of this guy was a problem twitter uh (laughs) there was a lot of john Salmons was a problem in 2008 or whatever uh which was very funny and good (laughs) but i i I think i gotta go chris boucher that's fair he like does he is the like the most heat check man in the entire nba does not care at all about whether or not he's going to hit a shot or not he's just going to take it um he uh has cool blocks he blocks threes he yeah, I think Chris. I think I think he's learned from his misdeeds of going out shopping during quarantine, uh, <laughs> or at least I'd like hope to hope so. that he has. I really yeah. hope so. I mean, he's in Florida now, so I better. I really hope he learned some good habits while up here. Um, all right, right, we'll, we'll flip it. John Salmons or Chris Boucher? What do you got, heads or tails? I mean, I
1: would get if I saw it. I would get a John Salmons jersey.
0: Hey, I will keep my <laughs> eye out for you. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> I don't think they made like you'd have to. It would have to be a custom made, so you'll never see it, like a Raptors one.
0: I feel like there's got to be like there's something out there. Someone bought that jersey. He was there for, you know, the better part of a season after the trade.
1: Yeah, but they didn't make one for him. They don't make them for every player. Yes, unless, they do. unless there they was like a game They
0: everybody in the in the ba- in the ba- in the basketball store in the in the real sports store. They have all everybody.
1: They don't. That's not true. They might have game worn occasionally, but they don't hmm. make, they don't like keep making them. They don't have a John Salmon. I would like, I would bet money with you on this. Right. They, do, they didn't make those.
0: John <laughs> Salmon's Raptors jersey. Let's find it. We can do this. Uh 4 basketballcom That sounds terrifying. No, They're thank gonna you.
1: Take your credit card information.
0: <laughs> uh, let me just search eBay. They've
1: probably taken mine.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's on eBay. Uh, John Salmon's. Trading card for sale. Oh, we got game worn, up, warm up pants by John Salmons.
1: I don't want the About pants. You know, Is it Salmons or
0: Salmons? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I say Salmons, but yeah. it's, what I, it's probably Salmons.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we should probably learn. There's a Kevin Willis jersey on eBay right now for four hundred and twenty-one dollars. Oh, sorry, one thousand and twenty dollars. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, a, uh, a Eric Montross game worn sweatshirt thingy.
1: We can come back to this. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm I'm spiraling now. The search now. might
1: take a little while.
0: <laughs> uh, either way, we have a coin to flip or a coaster to flip: heads or tails, Katie, for John <laughs> Salmon's Tales. or tails for Thales a
1: Thales salmon tail.
0: <laughs> you know what? It was heads, but I'm going to say tails oh, no. <laughs> because I feel bad that I've won four coin tosses no, in a row now. No, don't
1: cheat. Right, we can't do that.
0: Okay, fine. Chris Boucher gets gets. I, I don't I cheat. Said even if you're cheating,
1: I'm not cheating. <laughs>
0: I almost said graduated, but he gets retired. He's
1: um, graduated. Yeah, for the uh, <laughs> uh,
0: all right. That's gonna do it, I think, for today's show, Katie. We've got through eleven through twenty-five. A next lot of guys. Day, next time out, we got twenty-six through forty, I think is what mm-hmm. we're gonna try to do. Mm-hmm. Not all the numbers have been worn in that span, but we'll uh we'll we'll power through a bunch of them. Uh Katie, this was lovely. Thank you so much for uh taking the time. Do you have anything you wanna plug?
1: Mm. No. <laughs> I <laughs> do
0: Go subscribe to Basketball Feelings. Find me
1: a John Sammons jersey, everyone. Yeah,
0: if you find a John Sammons jersey, if you have a John Sammons jersey, first of all, tell us if it's Sammons or Salmons, and then uh, mail it to Katie, please. <laughs> uh, it would be very much appreciated. Uh, yeah, go, listen, go subscribe to Basketball Feelings. Katie's on Twitter at Whatevs. Uh, we have a podcast called Uh Basketball that you can check out. We had a new episode drop yesterday. Where we talked about Adam Silver and uh, baking shows and dream analysis. It was a fun one. Go check that out a patreon page as well at patreon.com slash basketball with two h's and uh you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast subscribe rate review tell a friend who likes the raptors if they're looking for some excuse me i almost just lost my breath um <laughs> i'm a professional broadcaster katie uh yeah tell your friends if they need some raptors content in their life i'm, I'm here ready to just serve it up uh so thank you so much uh katie have a wonderful weekend everyone else have a wonderful weekend and we will talk to you next week with another episode of locked on raptors